for God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the republic, neocrusader.com. People stop now, listen. You don't know what you're missing. The man will take you higher and be your one desire. Hi, thanks for coming to NeoCrusader.com. Before we begin tonight, um, I am uh, honored this episode to be uh, joined by Pastor Stephen Stover of LifePoint Ministries. I, I met Pastor Stover at um, the car lot I work at, and he had some really, really uh, interesting takes on um, some things that I had actually been uh, looking into right around the same time, and uh, whenever synchronicity stares me in the face, I uh, I, I like to try and uh, take advantage of it or, or grab a hold of it and explore it a little deeper. Um, however, I, I ended up asking him to come on the show um, after a brief conversation about um, you know uh, you know current events and political issues and. Uh, I said, you know, you've you've got some really great takes on things. Uh, why don't you come on on the show? And so uh, he agreed to. And um, so we did a little technology pioneering with this episode. Uh, Pastor Stover uh, can boast being my uh, my guinea pig for our. Uh, phone technology um, when we do our interviews over the phone. Uh, I uh, in in reviewing the episode, the um, my audio was a little low, but um, thankfully, uh, Pastor Stovers came through really crisp and clear and um, strong. So uh, that's really the message I wanted to get out there anyway. So uh, I wanted I wanted to get uh, get his opinion, his his voice out there, and uh, let you, the listener. Um, sit back, enjoy it, and um, then um, take of it what you will. Enjoy. Today, I have got Pastor Stephen Stover with LifePoint Ministries uh, online with me here, and uh, really excited to to have him on. We uh, we met uh, at a car dealership, and uh, I was kind of looking for some people uh, to come on to uh, to the to the podcast. It's uh, sort of a new work in progress, and uh, he sort of showed up. He had some really great um, things to say, really impressed uh, really impressed me with, with just the power of, of what he was saying, and uh, I felt like I needed to get him on. So, uh, uh, Stephen, thanks uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate really appreciate you having, having some, taking some time and coming on. 
Thank you for having me. Um, I guess uh, one of the first things that uh, that we were you sort of caught my attention with, and uh, uh, we were talking about maybe uh, in the Bible how it refers to um, to uh, angels and um, you know the, the God's God's messengers uh, as as stars. And uh, maybe I'll well, let you start there. Maybe just uh, let you expand upon that a little bit, and um, and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay, sounds good. So uh, yeah, I guess just at the beginning of it, um, one thing after I talked to you that that really stuck out with me, I was uh, I was uh, reading. Oh, and, I, and my my last couple podcasts have been uh, had sort of dealt with the occult and with um, child sacrifice, um, specifically a, a god, um, false god, little g, um, kept appearing, uh, Moloch, M-O-L, and it's spelled a couple different ways, but, um, you know, with, with that, um, we see it today um, still, that, that name coming up in, in the WikiLeaks, even with Hillary Clinton, so... You know that that's really sort of what what caught my attention, and and I'm, I'm looking for the uh, common denominator in this. And um, you know, with that, um, you know, Ephesians, um, you know, we we don't fight against flesh and blood. Um, so I, I was looking for that common denominator, and uh, Mullet seemed to to pop up there. And uh, after I talked to you, one of the things that I thought. Uh, was sort of interesting, and I wanted to get your take on it. Was um, uh, I have a digital Bible on my on my phone, and uh, I typed in uh, Molech, spelled M-O-L-E-C-H. And uh-huh. When you type that in, um, you get you get several different verses: uh, Leviticus eighteen twenty one, um, and then Leviticus twenty through, uh, or I'm sorry, twenty uh, two and through uh, twenty verse five. And then in First Kings eleven seven, Second Kings twenty three ten, and then Jeremiah thirty two thirty five. And yeah. um, in those in those specific um, passages, they I guess what they're doing is referring to to building the the high places, the the altars, the the worship itself, um, and the child sacrifice um, seems to be sort of the the central to that. Um, but then when, when I went and went back into the same Bible and, and spelled Moloch M-O-L-O-C-H, which, which it appears in, uh, Amos 5.12, and then also in Acts 7.43, it refers to, uh, a star, and, uh-huh. and, uh, its name, you know, its name is, uh, Remphon, or it's also, uh, Rephon, uh, so, I thought maybe I'd let you start there, and uh, I, I guess in those two, it specifically refers to to a star as in, under M O L O C H. Am I just maybe reading more into it, or is do you think maybe there's a, a specific, um, you know, I, I know that you know over time and and you know different, there's actually Moloch was spelled several different ways, but. Is there maybe something there to to those two referring, uh, um, you know, referencing a star, where the others um, under a different spelling it would be, um, you know, particularly towards child sacrifice, child abuse, um, things like that. There, in a way, there is. 
in Leviticus when you was talking about where you found that in Leviticus. And God speaks to them in Leviticus and warns them against letting their seed walk through the fire. That's in there, I think, in two of those scriptures that you mentioned, and God warned his people against that. And the book of Second Kings is when we're during the book of Kings there, we're dealing with Solomon. King Solomon um, erected an idol there. And on the other end of this, where Moloch was, and they had the fire going, on the other end of this was the Valley of Topet. Topet in Hebrew means drum. Literally what they'd done was beat the drums so loud that you could not hear the screams of the children going through the fire. Um, Solomon done this on purpose. Solomon never, now the Bible says in his old age he worshipped idol gods, so that would Moloch would be that. That's where that would come in. And he loved many strange women. Yes. But he never strayed from God. And people have asked me before, how is it that Solomon got so deep in sin and never strayed from God? Solomon, just as Joseph was a type of Christ and was the Savior to his family, Solomon was a type of Christ. See, Solomon went out and became sin on purpose. He'd done everything there was to do under the sun, but he had enough wisdom to where it could not pull him in. If he lived in today's time, he would have went out and become addicted to heroin. He would have become addicted to pornography. He would have become addicted to meth. But he had enough wisdom about him, and it was a gift that God gave him, that he could have stepped away from it at any given point. And he done that in the Bible. He literally sacrificed his health that he could come back and tell people about sin, that it's all vanity and vexation of spirit. See, and he became sin that we can have an education. The Bible makes it clear that the Old Testament is a schoolmaster. The Bible says, referring to Jesus, he who knew no sin became sin. Jesus never sinned. He went to the cross. He was pure, spotless Lamb of God. He never sinned, but he became our sin. Now, still sticking with, in a second we'll see how this ties together with Moloch and with the stars. With Jesus, now people have asked me, how is it possible that someone can take on the sin of the whole world? And for someone to take on the sin of the world, it's impossible for them to do that without taking on the effects of sin. So in order to take on the sin, you have to take on the effect of it. If I take on the sin of drugs, then I'm going to take on the effect of the drugs. So when Jesus was in the garden and his sweat became as great drops of blood, we can find in history, um, we can type that in online, and there was a man that they were going to execute. And right before the execution, I forget the name of the vein in the body, but it actually leaked out a little bit of blood and his blood become mingled with sweat because his nerves were so tore up over that. Wow. And the reason that Jesus was like that, it was not that he was going to face death, but it's that he took on the effects of sin. He knew what it was. Um, he was never addicted to drugs and this stuff, but he knew what the effects of that felt like, and it tore his nerves up. It wasn't death that done that. At age 12, when he went in the temple, he understood what he was going to go through with when he read the Bible. That, Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel. Now, he knew what he was going to go through with, and at age 12, it did not tear his nerves up like that. So we know that 
it would have affected a 12-year-old child more than it would a 30, uh, 30-year-old man or 32-and-a-half-year-old man. And now, when he took on the effects of sin, it tore his nerves up inside. Now, Solomon, when he erected these idols in the Valley of Topet, and this idol Moloch was there, this affected Solomon in the same way. Now, you've got to picture how sin does people. It so engulfed the people that they were willing to sacrifice their children. So how, how big of a hold on people does sin get in order for them to sacrifice their children? And they would play, and they thought, you know, if, um, if we play the drums, and that's what topet means, if we play the drums so loud, we cannot hear the screams of our children. Right. See, the, the Bible makes it clear that the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. We look at it now. Now I'm, I get political just a little bit here. I that's hope that's. Right. A- I'm 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 about sixty five percent political. Absolutely. Now, at abortions and looking at the way that um, the children are treated in the United States, not with just abortions, but with uh, referencing back to what you mentioned earlier, child abuse and all the the terrible, horrible things, not just in this country, but in every nation in the world that happens to children. The nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. That valley where Moloch, that idol, was erected, in Greek, it is the valley of hell. It was the valley, and that's the Greek word for hell, is Gehenna. And Gehenna actually joined to the Valley of Topet. So this nation, when it says the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell, it's not talking about the hell that we go to for punishment, even though there is such a place as hell. It's talking about the Valley of Gehenna that joins the Valley of Topet where they sacrifice their children. And now we can look, go right back, I think it was 1973, uh, off Roe versus Wade, mm-hmm. the nation that forgets God. You can look right up, right after World War II, um, America, you can, the 1917 World War One. then you go right on up to 1929, October, to the stock market crash. America had tragedy after tragedy. And then, in, I think, in 42, we sent some, I think it was called Eagle Fighters, and they went overseas and volunteered before Pearl Harbor was actually um, bombed. And then through the 50s, you had the Korean War. After the Korean War, it settled down. And then through the 60s, and I know history may not call it, but it's kind of like the sin sick. 60s. It was a pretty rough time for the United States on a spiritual level. So sin started sweeping back through the nation in the 60s, and things that America never dreamed would happen spiritually started happening in the 60s. So it's no wonder that when sin took over a nation, the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell, in the 60s, America forgot about World War One. forgot about the Wall Street crash of the 20s, forgot about World War II in the 40s, forgot about the Depression through the 30s, forgot about the um, Korean War in the 50s, and then in the early 60s. Right. And I know that we went through the Vietnam War, and this is when uh, the media was really coming on strong, and a lot of this stuff was being publicized, and a lot of people began protesting this and stuff. And I guess that's what we would call, for lack of a better word, the, the hippie era. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And now the nation forgot God. And then right in the early 70s, it'll be turned into hell. And you remember what hell is. It's the Valley of Gehenna. It's where they sacrificed the children to Moloch. Right. And in the 70s is when the bill was passed on abortion, Roe versus Wade. So again, sacrificing the children because the nation forgot. And now we're still, there's, we're not doing it, but the world is still doing it. Right. America's doing it. When I say the world, I mean sin is doing it. They are sacrificing the children. You know, that's... I'll go so far. Go ahead. Uh, no, no problem. Um, I, I was just going to say when when you started talking about you know abortion, and, and I was actually going to going to go there because um, I don't know if it was maybe two years ago. I, I don't know uh, if you saw it. Drudge had it linked, but um, in in Europe they actually use aborted children um, to uh, to heat with. Um, you know, here here in America. Um, there are videos, people, um, you know, at state capitals protesting abortion, and and actual people on film uh, encircling, you know, women, uh, you know, people who you wouldn't, you know, they weren't dressed in black leather, they, you know, that you wouldn't know that they had that type of spirit in them, but to watch these people on film, and uh, I'll put a link to it uh, underneath the media player on, on the website so that everybody can check it out, but. Um, actually, people encircling these these Christian people, at, you know, protesting at the Capitol inside inside the the rotunda there, um, uh, people chanting Satan around these people as they protest, you know, child, you know, uh, the killing of yeah. a child, and yes. so it, it it says it that speaks something to what spirit is is being um, is manipulating things. I, I think. That's right. And so so, you, use, you use that word spirit twice, absolutely. which goes right back to the angels. Yes. And, it, and it's in Revelations 12. It speaks of how the dragon made war with the woman. And it says, and now we know that the natural woman was Mary that gave birth to Jesus. And it says that the dragon tried to kill her child. And we know that they tried to kill Jesus even before he was born. And then after he was born, they tried to kill him. Right. Um, and then it says that the woman, now it was referring to the Jewish nation. It says that they go into the wilderness where they are hid. And it gives a certain amount of days, and it's in Revelations 12. Mm-hmm. If you do the math on those days, it is exactly three and a half years, which would be in the middle of Daniel's week. Uh, uh, we talked about the seven years of tribulation, so that would be three and a half years of tribulation and then three and a half years of great tribulation, and it's referring to the Jewish people. Right. But you use the word about what overcomes the women, and you use the word spirit, and that is, that's, that's the truth. And it talks about the angels, and it says in Revelation 12, it does not call them angels. It says that the dragon took his tail, and it says, and it makes it clear that Satan is the dragon. He took his tail and drew a third part of the stars out of heaven. And we know it calls the angels stars. And that's with our previous conversation. I said that the star that the wise men followed to Jesus, I don't believe was a star like what we would see at nighttime. I believe it was an angel. Had it been a natural star, Herod would have been able to see it. Anyone would have been able to see it. But only the wise could see it. Only those that were in God will see it. And it goes back to the scripture. My sheep will know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. 
we are children of light and not children of darkness. And it says this day will not overtake us unaware. So what spirit is it that's getting on women that makes them want to do this? It is. It has to be from that third part of the stars that the angel drew with his tail. Yes. Now, we, we know the Bible uses this. It says that we have angels. And it uses that word. It says it talks about the church, and it says they're angels. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm no English major, but it doesn't spell there with a T-H-E-R-E. There's an I in there, which means that it belongs to us. Right. That means that we have angels. If we have ministering angels around us, everything that is done that is evil in the world, there's an angel of darkness there. Um, with Moloch, do I believe there was an angel of darkness there? Absolutely. So when you read in the book of Acts about that star, you're reading about the star that Satan took. It would be a demon, one, two, or however many. Mm-hmm. That is there because people are not naturally evil. If they were, Satan would not have to beguiled Eve in the Garden of Eden. She would have been naturally born, created evil, and she would have just automatically disobeyed God. So being naturally evil was not there. There had to be some form of a spirit there to tempt her. Um, let me word it like this. Jesus created man and put out of this earth, so out of the dust of the ground. Man was born on this earth, so we had a right to this earth. Mm-hmm. Satan was not born on this earth. He was created in heaven, so he was really, and let's get political again real quick, he was really an illegal alien on this earth. He did not belong here. Right. And because he did not belong here, he could not communicate with man. He couldn't do it. If, can I can I stop you there for one second because there's something that you just pulled out in in the the word alien and that's uh, not not to derail you and and we can if you would like to finish your thought that'd be fine but uh, one thing that you saying that really uh, in my notes here one of the things that I wanted to talk about I, I don't know you you seem like you stay stay up on uh, you know the the news feeds and things like that but. If you've heard much about um, every all the nations going to Antarctica right now, everything like that, there's there's a lot of buzz. You hear a lot of chatter. The word alien, alien life, alien this, and I think that would be more of a. I, I'm I'm thinking that is a, a deception. Um, you know, you, you people come on and and they want to say a lot of things about. Um, you know, they, they're finding this under the ice or they're finding that under the ice. And, and a lot of people come out, and it, it's hard to tell when you're being deceived and when you're not um, because there's so much out there to soak up. But, um, yeah, just when you said, and I, I'll let you continue on there. I apologize for, for derailing you there. But uh, just when you said uh, illegal alien, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, I, I think maybe possibly that if you – Look back through history. If uh, if you change the word alien for the word uh, fallen angel or for the words fallen angel um, for the phrase, you know that that would I be wrong in assuming maybe that um, that that's more or less what what we more likely would have on the earth because I mean it's clearly stated in the Bible that that they are they have had contact they have been around I mean that's that's nothing that's not a uh, an unusual concept for um, you know to uh, as a Christian I mean it, it never 
when people would talk about life out there, I mean, well, it clearly states that other than humans, there's there's more out there. I mean, am I wrong in that? I don't believe that God created other life out there other than angels. Right. And there now that we know there's good angels, there's fallen angels. Right. And when I say angels, it covers cherubs, it covers all of that, heaven's host. Right. And he created life on this planet. All other planets was created for the earth. Right. Um, everything that he created was created for the earth. Science may not know how it assists the earth, all of them. They know some, and they're finding new planets. Almost every year they discover a new planet. God knew it was there. He created it. But some way or another, no matter how many light years they are away from the earth, they assist people. Everything was created for people. I think a lot of the stuff that we, and I don't think it's anything new, and I'll have to give our president credit when he uses the word fake news. I think a lot of this has been around for years and years and years. Yeah, it has. Um, and I think that we people have dealt a lot with that. Now, before mainstream news come out, we had these um, Dan Rather, Ted Koppel, and people put a lot of confidence in them. They kind of made, and I think those were probably Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. These were probably some of the biggest. Um, news superstars that we had that are very probably the first what we would call news superstars now and uh, and people have always and these news anchors have always leaned towards what they felt should be reported and what they shouldn't feel be reported and I, I think a lot of the stuff that even with life out there is there life out there? There is in heaven and there is in hell. Absolutely. And there is on this earth. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't mean to get you uh, sidetracked there. I just wanted to oh, okay. I just wanted to get your take on that because that, you know, I, I think as far as the deception, I mean, you know, that showing great signs and great wonders and, and you know, maybe just as far as the setup, uh, moving that um, – you know that Overton window just a little further to you know down the a notch down so that so that the public becomes even more accustomed to to hearing something like that. So then, if something demonic uh, did present itself, uh, even if it presented itself, uh, you know, as an angel of light, <laughs> you know, we we would. Uh, we would sort of accept anything they would tell us as far as hey there's there's life here now you know we we have found alien life and and then the whole world is going to um you know i, I and you know like i said i just i i i've have heard that increasing since uh since the election especially so that that was just one thing i wanted to to throw out there but um but yeah I, i'm sorry i didn't mean to get you sidetracked there on, on no this is this is good i enjoy Variety of conversation there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. In the garden, now, man was not naturally evil, as we said. So, Satan, he wasn't born here. He was that illegal alien intruding on man's turf on this earth. I wonder how many times Satan tried to trick Adam and Eve into eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and could not communicate with them. They didn't even know he was there. Could not communicate with them because he wasn't born here. One day he has a brilliant plan. The only way that I can communicate with them is to get into something that was born here. So he enters into a serpent. Right. Because that spirit could not communicate with the man. 
could not communicate with him. So he had to get into something that was born here, and he gets into the serpent. And he beguiles Eve. The Bible makes it clear that from Adam to Moses, death reigned. Now, Satan was kind of in his own mind king of the earth. We know that God is ultimate king, but Satan was ruling people, so to speak. He, from the fall of man, it was only seven generations to the flood. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take very long. And then in Babylon, that word Babylon, and we read about that in the book of Revelations, it does not mean that a natural city is going to rise. Babylon means, Babel means confusion. It means confusion is going to rise. And that's right back to the alien thing you were speaking of. Well, this world's more confused now than, than it's ever been. So we're living in the time that, we're living in that time now that Revelation speaks of it. It just means confusion. So Satan was ruling, so to speak. I wonder how he felt, because, see, when man left God, a spirit could not come down here and redeem man back to himself. A spirit couldn't do it. Because, and I know God, he will not operate outside of his own law. He can do anything that he wants. He will not allow himself to remember our past sins. The Bible doesn't use the word sea of forgetfulness, but it says he would cast them into outer darkness, never to be remembered again. So, even though he has power to remember them, he will not remember them because he will not operate outside of his own law. Okay. That's that's one thing that, one of the things, and out of several, that we love about God. He'll not operate outside of his own law. His own law was a spirit could not redeem man back to itself. Now, I wonder how Satan felt, Lucifer, the devil, the dragon that we spoke of and spoke of in Revelations 12, when he sees Jesus on the earth, and in his mind, what can he do? He's an alien here too. I wonder if he looked at him and said, what are you doing here? And if Jesus would have said, I come to redeem them back, I was born here. (laughs) I entered into something that was born on this earth, now in my own law, and following my own law, I can redeem them back to myself. And we know that Jesus done that. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that is what the angel, the the star that you spoke of in the book of Acts when it mentions Moloch. Man was not naturally evil. There has to be a spirit, just like there was a spirit of Satan that was pushing Eve to do what she done. There has to be a spirit that pushes people to do what they do that is evil. They're not going to naturally do it. Right. Um, so do I believe there was a spirit that pushed people to erect an uh, idol god named Moloch? I do. I believe there was a star there that would have been. Now, I don't believe the star was Moloch. Right. Moloch was no greater than, um, I'm real blunt with my words. Uh-huh. I can go get some lumber from Lowe's or Home Depot or any of these lumber stores and build an outhouse, and Moloch has no more power than that outhouse. The outhouse will have more power than Moloch. At least it has a little scent to it. So <laughs> so there's nothing great about Moloch. Now, um, if, I, if I can, one thing um, with with Renfine that, um, that I, I guess in Hebrew, uh, the word, and, and I probably am going to butcher this, but would be uh, Chiyun, C-H-I-U-N, or uh, Kewen, K-E-W-E-N. And in Old Babylonian, um, 
the pronunciation was Kawanu, which was Saturn, the 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 planet Saturn, and, and of course I guess you know the you know from from the Earth at that time everything I'm assuming appeared as a star, um, but it um, from everything that I can tell was was a reference to the actual planet uh, planet Saturn and. What I've seen is today there is still Saturn worship, and it's it's directly associated with Satanism. Um, Anton LaVey and the Black Cube and everything like that. Um, you see you see Saturn um, again. There's that that common denominator of uh, you know the uh, you know uh, Lucifer, Satan. And so uh, I thought I thought that was um, interesting as I as I went into it that, that it actually associated uh, Remphon and and I don't know if you you know how that would tie in but I, I just thought that was interesting to throw in there. Yeah, they we know that through custom it was born something that was naturally born into man to want to worship something. Right. Um, you can go to the deepest jungles six hundred years ago of Africa. And they have no knowledge of who Jesus is, and they don't know who the devil is, but they're worshiping something. Sure. Um, it was that nature that was put inside of man to want to worship something, and uh, they don't know what it is. We we know what it is. We know that that's God calling out to them, and they, they don't understand. People, not just that, um, people on that continent, but just people that... Um, they're, they live out in the middle of nowhere. They, they had no clue of Bible... But they're worshiping something. So they would worship planets. That's something they can see. It has a light to it at nighttime. Uh, they can see it. So they they would just automatically worship something that it's not reachable to them. It's not tangible to them. And so it must have great power. Right. Um, the Bible, the, the Romans, well, we know they've, they've done that. They worshiped... Um, oh. Star, they worship planets. They, they they couldn't worship just one god. Right. And um, up until three twenty five A.D. at the Nicene Council, well, Christians they they preached Jesus at the Nicene Council. We know under Constantine, and I'm not putting down any other belief or anything like that. But the Roman Catholic Church was birthed out of the uh, three twenty five A.D. at the Roman out of the Nicene Council. Um, people have always, and Constantine, he, we know um, these Roman emperors, how they butchered the Christians and stuff. Constantine come along and he, he stopped that. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in his mind, he is assisting and helping Christianity. And up until that point, uh, uh, Nero, the Bible speaks of Nero, well, just how big of a butcher he was of the Christians. Um, during the Jesus's birth, well, you had um, Tiberius. Mm-hmm. He would have been Julius Caesar's adopted nephew, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, nephew by adoption would have been Tiberius. Tiberius put his own son on. He named himself as a god. They had to worship something. Right. Named himself as a god, put his own son on his lap and put a dagger into his own son, 
and looked at and said, no one will ever replace me. He told his sin of that, I am a god. Well, we know he died of venereal diseases. He didn't have a son. His nephew Caligula became um, the Roman emperor. And how um, perverse this man was. Uh, he, named, yeah, he, he named his, well, he, he had um, relations with his own sister. He did marry a woman, but he named his horse as a high priest. Okay. And people reverence his horse as a high priest. Um, before he was killed, kind of in the same manner that Julius Caesar was, he had a, the Rome was going bankrupt. And to raise money, he took the, the uh, senators, the Roman senators' wives, and started a brothel with Roman senators' wives. Right. Just how how perverse these men were. But I mean, they would worship. They would have people to worship horses. Have them to worship the 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 Roman emperor, the moon, the stars, and and it's just something inside of people that. This, don't, doesn't the, the Bible in the book of Psalms bear this out? It says, the deep calleth to the deep. That there's something out there that says, worship me. We know that it's God. But people hear it, and they don't know who to answer. So they start worshiping the closest thing they can find that looks like a deity to them, be it a planet, um, Saturn, no matter what. <laughs> it's something that's, that's out there that they can see that's... Um. One thing with uh, with Moloch that uh, in Leviticus eighteen twenty one that that sort of st- struck out as peculiar to me is the placement of of that particular that particular passage um, before that passage in Leviticus um, it's it's talking uh, basically about incest you you, you don't lay with, you know you don't lay with your mother you don't lay you know with your father your father's wives you you know so on and so forth. And then it it specifically talks about you know uh, you know your children to Moloch, and then it goes straight from that one passage to uh, the condemnation of, of same sex unions, and to me that I, I, I don't know uh, again I, I don't know if I may be reading more into it, but is I mean it sort of seems to me like. Like God is is saying something specific about with that one passage, you know, it's it's talking about you know incestuous relationships, you know, and then one one passage about child sacrifice and and you know doing that to your children, um, and then it goes right back into the you know the uh, you know the condemnation of, of same sex uh, marriages. And uh, you know, in same-sex unions, things like that. Is there anything to that? Is there a reason that one particular passage was placed right there? In your opinion, there is. It goes right back to the book of Acts when you spoke of Moloch, and then it mentions the star. The star is not. Now we know that the star is an angel, the fallen angel. It's not. The star is not in Moloch. Moloch was just an idol, like I said, powerless. Mm-hmm. But it had to be an angel of darkness that moves on people to even create something like that. And in this scripture, now, Moloch, the idol, is destroyed. But what about the star or the angel that moved on people? See, even church people get confused on this one. God is omnipresent. He can be anywhere at the same time. And the way that he's omnipresent is he lives in his word. 
He speaks word, and when he does, his word becomes life, and he lives in his own word. That's why people on every continent in the world can read something in the Bible that says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, and they believe it, and they grab a hold of it, and that word becomes life to them right there, and a miracle can be done because God's there. The Bible bears that out. He said, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you can ask what you will. So that's how we even have the Holy Ghost, God in us, his word. John 1 bears that out. It says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. Verse 14 says, and the word become flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God's omnipresent, he's everywhere. Satan is not, and that's where the church gets confused. Satan cannot be but one place at one time. Right. He, he don't have power to create. He has a third part of the stars or the angels. I'm no mathematician, but I know that leaves two-thirds. Exactly. So there's two-thirds, and God is a creator. He can create billions. The end of all numbers is Googleplex. Um, that's where the word Google comes from. You can, When you get up and say, well, I have $1,000 million dollars, most people would look and say, no, you don't have 1,000 million, you have a billion. 1,000 right. billion, you have a trillion. 1,000 trillion, you have a, you know what I mean? You're going up to a billion. Sure. When you say I have 1,000 Googleplex, there's nothing past that. You say 1,000 Googleplex, 1,100, because that's the end of all numbers. Okay. Um, God can create that many angels on a daily basis if he wants to. And Satan only has what he has. It was a third part. Um, it may have been trillions of angels. It may have been a Google place. I don't know, but he took a third part, and I know uh, that's all that he has. And he is not omnipresent. The church has an omnipresent God. We've got God living in us. We've got the Holy Ghost, and plus, we've got angels around us. But back to this, Satan's not omnipresent, so he has to use a third part of the stars that he took from heaven, which is fallen angels. That's all that he has. So when he... um when he moves on people's mind to create a um, uh, idol, uh, idol god, Moloch. Moloch may be destroyed, but that angel of darkness, that star, is still around. Right. And if it's still around, then that's why we have what we have today. And then when we read here what you were reading in the book of Leviticus, that's why you have that. Doesn't the Bible bear that out? As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And then it says, as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. We know what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. It was back to same-sex unions and stuff, and it was to uh, homosexuality. Um, with Noah's time, what did they do wrong? The Bible pinpoints they were marrying and giving in marriage. That's the first institution that God ordained was marriage. That's not wrong. Mary and Joseph were given in marriage. When he sought to put her away privately or thought about it, they was not married. They were engaged or given in marriage. That's not wrong. But it links together Sodom and Gomorrah with Noah's time. Because that star or that angel of darkness that was there during Moloch's time is still here today. Exactly. And it is, um, history bears this out, not with just uh, Romans, but with um, these um, any any nation that has worshipped idol gods, any of them, they uh, barbarian nations. One thing they would do when they would sacrifice their children, and uh, this is I'll, I'll go no further on 
the, the rating than, than PG. I'm a pastor. I won't go no further than that. But it was very common for them during those periods like that to have an orgy right after they'd done the sacrifice because that angel of darkness was there and sin is there. Sin is a fire that demands more. It wants you to throw more wood into it. When you do that, what does it do? It gets bigger and it demands more wood. And it's amazing that that still today, um, you know, when when you see things like the, um, you know, the the rumors encircling Bohemian Grove, places like the um, places like uh, you know, uh, with the Super Bowl sex ring that was recently you know busted, it, it's it's strange that you see, you know, still hand in hand, child, you know, mentions of the child sacrifice, uh, things like the, the spirit cooking. Along with the orgy side of it, it's and you can see the same thumbprint. I mean, it doesn't take uh, a detective to to see the the same tales. If they were if if this spirit were a, a serial killer, it would be its calling card. And would I be wrong in saying that? No, yeah, you're correct. That that same star that was there then, or that same angel, is still here today. Um, Genesis means the beginning, and it starts out in the beginning. That's how it starts that, the, the book out. But Genesis means the beginning. And everything that was, the Bible bears this out. As it was, so shall it be. And these angels that Satan are fallen angels are still around. And, and they still have the same, same job. Um, angels in heaven had jobs. Well, Satan, we know he was an angel of music. Now... Isn't it strange that Satan is an angel of music? How is it that he reaches our young people now? Is it through the music? Oh, I, I'm uh, actually <laughs> getting uh, something together to talk about how the uh, music is actually has actually been weaponized. Uh, you know, with the rap music, uh, you know the 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 message that they send is either you know to be successful, to be um, you know to be viewed in a positive light, um, and this is what they've pushed to the black community is that you either have to be in dead or in jail. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, but yet they're you know up. In front of you know uh, on in, on the TV in front of millions at the Grammys, but they're still pro- uh, again and and it's it is it's very addictive. Um, I have a friend of mine that uh, I went to school with. He um, he suffered from OCD, Tourette syndrome, things like that. But he it it did. Um, I mean he he rails against it constantly about the evils of the rap music and and how and well not just rap music but but. You know all of it out there, and, and done in that spirit, absolutely, it is. Uh, it is. It is a very, very powerful weapon for. Yeah. You know, it, it is, and it just shows that those angels, those fallen angels, keep the job they were given. Right. right. They, they they keep them now. Satan, if you notice, when he was kicked out of heaven, he was an angel of music. God never replaced. Now, if he did, it's not recorded in the Bible. God never gave that job to another angel to be the angel of music. Guess who he gave it to? His church. That's why the Bible says to praise him with the stringed instruments, to praise him, praise him on the, the, um, in a dance, praise him in a song, praise him with the uplifting of hands, praise him on the, on the timbrels and the harps and stuff because it, now it's the people's job to sing praises to the Lord. I know they sing and it's in Revelation 4, and it's also recorded in the, in the one of the prophets. He said, I looked, and behold, is Isaiah. 
He said, I looked up and I seen one throne, and he said, the angels are singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. The earth is full of his glory. All angels done that, but that one job was given to mankind. But those angels, now they, they've kept the job, and when they, when Satan fell, mm-hmm. he, it's kind of like those, uh, the fallen angels, they, they've been given a job by Satan, and that's what they do. And that's, that's why you'll have any time, um, abortion. When abortion, just like what they've done in the Valley of Topet or the Valley of Gehenna where Moloch was, they were sacrificing the children. After sacrificing the children, it was a very sexual, perverse time for them. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on today. They sacrifice the children and just being very, very blunt, a very perverse time that we're living in. Oh, terrible. And, you know, um, one thing also that, you know, that is mixing music and, and you know, the television. You know, back in those days, there was nothing like that. And, and so much more, um, more so, I mean, we are bombarded constantly um you know we we carry a device in our pockets now that will basically give us access to anything and i didn't have that you didn't have that when we were younger and so now this next generation uh, i guess my son he was kind of laughing but um you know he's he's 17 my youngest son and he said he told me he's feeling old because he can remember a time that you know that everybody didn't have a, a cell phone on them to you know a smartphone and so but you know it's and we're seeing nowadays that it's not just an information device but it's it's not just a conduit for things to come in um and go out you know to our children and possibly unseen unvetted but um you know it's it, it also it becomes something that we've become addicted to um we've become you know uh, relying upon it it has taken you know it's taken over and um you know I, I often wonder how much further down the road and and how much easier it is to to influence someone um you know through through some type of spiritual demonic power it is just to you know to jump in um you know, I mean, there's there's things I I see on TV and and on the internet sometimes that I just I I can't I can't do because it um you know it's just it is just uh, I I feel like I feel like I'll be tainted with something if if I continue on it so uh, but yeah um you know with it um with the things like I I don't know if you caught a few years back something that was sort of you know, the occult will will in these, uh, for all intents and purposes, these spirits appear in some of the weirdest places. Things like um, a ritual at CERN. I don't know if you saw the parade, but they actually had a Baphomet. Um, um, and a lot of people say CERN could be something more than you know what they're claiming it to be and uh, we don't really have to go too far into it um i you know I, my point i guess just being that that you see the elite and you know the the powerful the rich um you know the the scientific community even apparently um i i just i i would have a hard time connecting something like cern um, even though they they're you know uh, looking for quote unquote the god particle 
um, and and the whatnot. But but yet you still see um, something like Baphomet um, and and this whole creepy. And I'll also put a link to that because that that's actually sort of a disturbing. I don't know if you saw it a few years back when it happened, but everything from the Super Bowl, Bohemian Grove, um, you know, CERN. You see these things pop up just out of the blue everywhere, um, and and they're in places where you don't actually, you know, if you just took the time to look at it, um, you know, you might shake your head and say, why is this here? Is that, I mean, does does that trouble you? Yeah. One thing I remember that sticks out in my mind was, and the news media covered this, and I mean, it was all over the news was when Michael Jackson walks out on his balcony with a baby and holds that baby over the balcony. I remember that. And people, they watch stuff like that. But if they're not Bible, I'm not saying Bible scholars, I'm by far a Bible scholar, but someone that studies the Bible, they're not going to be able to link that to, to someone that is ate up with sin. Sure. And to tempt fate with a baby like that. Right. That has to be that same spirit that is floating around. And there's there's millions of spirits. And let me say this. When Jesus walked the earth, he cast devils out of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, nowadays, the earth is multiplied much more than what it was then. Nobody has a spirit nowadays. It's uh, everybody. People have issues. They don't have spirits. But I'm, that's that's man's mind. That's what doctors will say. Sure. But I believe that if Jesus was walking this earth today, he would call it exactly what it is, and that is a demonic spirit. Let, let me ask you that something. Uh, let me stop you there because that's that's something I had wanted to ask you about as well. Is um, you know, with that. Specifically in things like when he cast out the legion into, into the pigs, and you know, into the swine, and then they immediately ran and, and jumped into the ocean and, and, and died. There's something, and I, I like to pick little unique things, I guess, out of the Bible. I guess I have a knack for seeing things, but can you speak to maybe what it is that torments these spirits? Um, uh, for walking in dry places and and not uh, I mean is that I mean I know that we have a you know a high content a water content where we're mostly water but is is there a relation there is there anything there um, spiritually dry okay spiritually dry places if God does not live inside of a person they are very vulnerable to attacks of the devil. Um, bitter water and sweet water cannot flow out of the same fountain. Yeah. Now, if you'll notice, when Jesus cast the legion, the reason it uses that word, in order to have a legion of Roman soldiers, it took at least 6,000 soldiers. So this person had at least 6,000 devils in them. Wow. And we know that those people were not Jewish because Jewish would not be associated with pigs. Right. Um, so Jesus, people argue that, well, he did not go to the Gentiles. He said, no, he went to the Gentiles. He, those people had pigs, so he went there. And the reason, if you'll notice, when the pigs went, the, the devils went out of the man, 
6,000 devils could not make that man kill himself. I'm going to say this, and the man has power over the devil. With the Holy Ghost, we really have power over the devil. But man, with the will that God gives them, being created in the image of God, has power over the devil. Um, this man had 6,000 devils in him and did not kill himself. And you know that was the devil's desire, right. is killing. If, because they would, they'd kill this man, go enter into another one, well, they'd wipe out a whole nation by doing that. Sure. And they, could, they couldn't do it. One man, now if you'll watch, here he is, this man's got devils in him, and oftentimes he casts himself into the fire, and he takes his dwelling among the tombs. Well, when the devil gets inside of somebody, they don't want to be around life, they want to be around death. He was also a cutter, wasn't he? he uh, and you see that a lot still today. Um, didn't, didn't, am, I, am I wrong? Did, am I recalling that incorrectly? Did, did he not he, cut, cut himself as well? He did. Well, there's a reason for that. See, he went and lived in the tombs, and he lived around dead people. When Satan controls somebody, they don't want to go around church and be around what we call, the Bible calls lively stones. They want to go around, let's go hang out in the beer joints, let's go hang out here among spiritually dead. So he took his living among the dead, and oftentimes he'd throw himself into the fire, and he'd cut himself. The reason that he'd done that, that he cut himself, is because the Bible teaches that the life of the body is in the blood. And he knew there was a life. This man, that's what I'm saying, he had power over that. He knew there was a life inside of him that did not belong, and he would cut himself, trying to bleed himself, thinking he can bleed that life because it was taught to him that the life of the body is in the blood. He'll bleed that life out of him and return back to his normal self. That's why he did that. Now, you watch when Jesus cast the devils out of him, 6,000 of them at least, that go into the swine, and immediately the swine did not have power over them devils. I don't know how many swine there was, but all of those devils was in one man. But then those demons go and get into a whole herd of swine. That means each pig did not have as many devils in it as that one man did. And those pigs could not control the devils. They ran over the steep embankment and they choked in the water, the Bible says. Right. People say, you know, I just couldn't help myself. I've done that and I just couldn't help myself. Yeah, they could. That man did. He did. Now, there's things that he'd done that was wrong, and he was demon-possessed. We would have looked at him today and gave him a pill to calm him down and just thought there wasn't nothing wrong with it. Sure. And, but Jesus called it exactly what it was. It was a legion. Actually, the devils identified themselves as a legion of devils. Right. What did they do when they came up to Jesus? The Bible says they worshipped. Have you come to torment me before my time? How can 6,000 devils not say the word we, but say me? Because who is the ruler of those 6,000 demons? Satan spoke out, didn't he? Right. I yeah. Gotcha. That's, that's incredible. I, I had never, I had never really, uh, never really even seen that as, as far as uh, making that connection. Um, we're at about an hour. Are you good or do you want, do you need to, uh, do you need to, to stop or, uh, no, this is uh, this is fine. I've actually got a little bit of running. I've got to go to the church and do a little bit of work this evening. And uh, okay, so uh, did I, I guess you want to cut it here? Do you want to continue or uh, what? Uh... We can uh, cut here if that's all right. Okay. I don't care. If, uh, 
you can plan it again, and we can we can do this again. I have fun. Oh, I did too, sir. And and actually, it, I think it was very powerful. Um, that, yeah, anytime. Actually, I, I would love to have you on more. But uh, I'd like to thank you uh, for um, you know for for coming on. I, I know, I know it had been a little bit of a, a work trying to play some phone tag and things like that, but. Um, just uh, as far as uh, getting in touch with you, uh, um, as far as uh, you know, how to um, everything. Just uh, tell the people how to um, how to get uh, how to get with you there, and uh, um, you know, the, I guess a little bit about you, about the church, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, um, my email is my name. It's Stephen S T E V E N dot Stover at ymail the letter y dot com. Um, I do have a Twitter account. It's Stephen. It's Stephen Stover. My name is at Stover underscore Stephen. Actually, the way that Twitter, Twitter would do that. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll, also, I'll also put some links up there as well. So any listeners that want to uh, to to hop across and uh, and uh, check him out, contact him. Of course, you'll be able to do that from the uh, from the podcast on the website. Obviously, I can't do that on Google uh, Google Play or iTunes, but uh, the actual uh, media player on the website, you'll be able to uh, to click the links and, and get in touch with uh, Pastor Server as well. But uh, I'm sorry, going ahead. Uh, yeah, pastor in a little town called Eccles, a church is Life Point Ministries. We um, never been in the church in my life. I had a dream that I went in there and they gave us the church, and I went in there and they gave us the church. <laughs> so that's, that's we, amazing. Do you um, do you do uh, or are, are you uh, do you have the gift of interpretation? Do you um, have you? Um... I word it like this: I have the gift of the Holy Ghost, and I believe that it leads us into all truth. And I mm-hmm. believe that there. And I've heard people. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I believe that what was is. I don't think that God took any of the gifts away from the church. Absolutely. I believe. I believe in tongues. I believe in prophecy. I've heard people speak in tongues, and I have not interpreted. And I've heard people speak in tongues, and I have interpreted. I believe it's when the Spirit of God moves upon someone. Well, well maybe, um, uh, maybe next uh, next episode uh, that you're on with me, uh, um, maybe we can share some dreams. I'm, I've got some pretty powerful dreams. Uh, I actually did an article on on one of my most powerful ones, but uh, we that, that'd definitely be a, a a great you know starting point for another show. But um, okay, that would be great. Stephen, uh, I greatly appreciate you. Um, I guess as far as uh, times, uh, Sunday school, uh, of course, uh, you said 10 a.m. and then, 10 a.m. Uh, and then uh, 6:30 on Sundays, uh, 6:30 p.m. and then on Wednesdays, uh, you also have services at 7 p.m. and that's Life yes. Point Ministries. Yes, we are actually the children are doing an Easter play on April the 9th. It's going to be a Sunday, the Sunday before Easter, and it's going to be at 6:30 p.m. at the church. So it'll be Easter play. Okay, great, great. Well, Stephen, thank you so much. And, uh, thank you. I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I knew the second you, you sat down in my office that, uh, you know, we started talking that uh, something just said, hey, get this man on. <laughs> so, but uh, I greatly appreciate your time today, and uh, I look forward to, to doing this again with you. I do, too. Appreciate you. Hey, thank, thank you. So there you have it, episode four in the books. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it. Um, you can check out um, ways to get in touch with uh, Pastor Stover, his Twitter handle, um, email, and um, links to a lot of the things we talked about underneath the player on the podcast uh, uh, you know, page itself. 
if you're a um, Google Play listener, iTunes listener, of course, uh, you know, uh, go to uh, neocrusader.com forward slash podcast and then uh, select episode three. Or I'm sorry, episode four. And for uh, justice, you know, check out all the links and. Um, Email us, Neo Crusade. Let me know what you uh, what you think. So, thanks again for listening, and uh, for God, for country, for truth, for justice, and for the republic. NeoCrusader.com. We have no fear.